You lied to me last week. Why? What did I say? I asked you if you could hear me farting, and you said no. But listening to the podcast, you can clearly hear me <laughs> yeah. fart. Are you guys ready? When you guys are. Did you okay. hear that? <laughs> Did you fart? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Alright. Alright, let's do this. Alright, I got all my bumpers up. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Losing yeah. to some kinky bumper shit. <laughs> don't cross the stream. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, this is a fanboys listener, Karachi. Keep, okay. Keep your Karachi to yourself. Okay, yeah, it's a direct message. My bad, that's probably why you can't say see it. Oh, I can see it. I hacked into your Oh, that's nice of you. I use my super cell phone from that new game by Ubisoft. Three, two, eat broccoli! One. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. You're all going to die down here. Rule number one for surviving zombie land? Cardio. Look, okay, just get any blunt objects together, all right? If you get cornered, bash them in the head. That seems to work out. Keep together, stay sharp, and follow me. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast, where we're not afraid to ask the hard questions like, if you leave a zombie in water too long, do they unwrinkle? I am your host, Bob Fournier, and joining me tonight, my fellow survivors. We have the busy lord, Lou Page. Howdy. So I'm curious, do you think that if you freeze a zombie and then you thaw him out, he might still move? I wonder. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So if you freeze him and then thaw him, if he still moves? Yeah. Eventually. I mean- you know, with, they get stuck in an uh, 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 iceberg or something, and then a thousand years later, the iceberg thaws out. Is he still alive? I guess That's so. That's a hard question. I guess so, ask. yeah. I guess so. You know what? Yeah, it's another tough question. And I, it, I also realize that that would suck if you survived a, like a, a terrible iceberg hit on a ship to think you survived, and then all of a sudden you uncovered a whole pack of zombies that were stuck in that iceberg. <laughs> yes. That would not be good, and you've thawed them all out. Ugh. Well, anyway, speaking of hard questions, we don't know why we keep them on the show, but we're also joined by the one and only Ryan Murphy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You guys are actually describing the uh, lost script to Encino Man. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, they scrapped that idea when they signed uh, Polly Shore to, to oh. you know, because so, oh. he wouldn't do zombies. I mean, we, he wouldn't even guess on the show. I reached out to his people. He doesn't have people. I guess he just didn't get the message. But I mean, I don't want other people to go watch Encino Man, so I'm going to stop talking about it. But what I will talk about is this crazy thing that happened to me the other day. Oh, boy. When I'm at work, I like to go for walks on lunch. You know, decompress, get a little cold air on my cheeks, stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's been snowing a lot because it's winter in Canada. And the sidewalks are a mess. Just snow everywhere. And, And in this city I live in, they have these, like specific sidewalk plows that are like encased little mini carts like souped up mini carts but on the front they have like rototiller things like spinning blades to like chop up the frozen snow and and get it out of the way and then you're left with a nice clean sidewalk so i'm walking down to the old tim hortons because that's what canadians do and uh out of nowhere zombies coming right at me 
Ooh. And a uh, city worker guy in his little mini plow freaks the F out, runs away. I don't know where he's going, but he runs in the opposite direction. And I'm, I, I turn around to see, there, you know, there's another horde behind me. He's e- being eaten right now. Buys me a little time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he just, you know, shout out to city worker guy. Pour a little out for him. Yeah. Uh, he died. Anyways, I jump in this, uh, <laughs> I jump in this, like, snow rototiller thing, and it's all enclosed and everything. I get in, I'm all hunkered down, and I just go straight through that zombie horde, just tore him right up. And, nice. uh, you know, I got to Tim Hortons and uh, barricaded myself. Not only do I have fresh Timbits and, and bagels uh, to keep myself fed, but I have coffee so I can stay up late and make sure the zombies don't get in. So... <laughs> If you find yourself cornered, just find one of those uh, sidewalk plows because they're pretty handy. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say about that is, well, A, awesome. Yeah. Great idea. B, that sounds really dangerous to be using that. <laughs> well, you got to make sure there's like no small children or pets in front of you when you're using it. But... I mean, we have, we have plows. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what you're doing with spinning uh, <laughs> things of death on the sidewalk. But... Hey, snow, we... you know, on sidewalks gets like people are walking on it, right? So... People don't want to wait for the plows. They got to get to where they're going. They need their coffee, so they're like stepping on the snow. It's getting all packed, and then you know sidewalks take longer to do. So it's like you know a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain, and it's just it's messy stuff. It's not like plowing fresh snow. So you need to get in there, get down to the sidewalk, you know, with some. We have the rough. same things here in Maine. There you go, oh, Maine. So also, I've seen them. That's because you're close to the north. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Tim well, Hortons in Maine as well? Oh yes, we do. Oh, good. I stop it. I stop there more frequently because they have a, what's it called? A Cold Stone Creamery ice cream shop there, too. Ooh. Hey, you know what, though? That's a good point, though. Barricading yourself into a coffee shop like that. I mean, think about it. Like you said, you'd be alert and awake. You have all the coffee you need. I mean, technically, you kind of have some weapons in there. I mean, I guess you could pour hot coffee or <laughs> you got some grinders in there that you can use in case things get a little dangerous. But I would, I would board my – and you could even have some pastries, maybe. Yeah. Donuts. Yeah, and- you know what? I I would uh, if I'm going to be stuck with anybody in the apocalypse, I want it to be the friendly staff at my local Tim Hortons. Yeah, why didn't we do this when we did that decision? <laughs> and and you know, snowblowers in general make a good wep- a good weapon of choice, especially if you drive them, because isn't it? I think the statistic is like uh, 500 people a year lose limbs to snowblowers <laughs> in the winter. Here in New England. Whoa, way to go so, dark, Lou. Jeez. So <laughs> it, it, they certainly could dismember a zombie. That's for sure. So, oh, absolutely. So I guess, like, it, you know, we're not going to – our listeners aren't going to remember this in the summer. But in the summer, one of us has got to do rototiller, right? Oh, yeah. You know? Why not? So, so listener uh, who listens and writes down everything we say and then fact checks us. Don't write that down because one of us is probably going to use that in the summer as a backup choice. Absolutely, you heard him, John. <laughs> Don't write it down. Um, no, that's good. I like it. I like. Uh, I like the weapon. It seems a little dangerous to be using in an everyday mode, but um, <laughs> we'll we'll go with it today. But uh, we got some stuff to talk about, and we should break it down right into the zombie news. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't know what came over me there. Um, although I make fun of Canada on every episode of Zombies Ain't My Podcast. <laughs> um, Bastard. I, I do have to say, 
I mean, they're slowly creeping up in my book of uh, cool places. Um, Brian, do you want to just go ahead and explain to people what what the Canadian politicians are arguing about now? <laughs> so, this little story here is about uh, two politicians that are arguing about the zombie apocalypse in question period, which is like an official period of question asking uh, during the House of uh, in the House of Commons, which is sort of like. Canadian politics, man. I know I'm Canadian, but I don't know a lot about it. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, they don't have a crazy cartoon where a newspaper sings to you to tell you how it works here. You know, we don't have that. Um, but anyways, what's the guy's name? Pat Martin stands up and basically the speaker says, okay, Pat Martin has a thing to say to everybody. And he gets up and they're talking all elegant. And then all of a sudden he's... He breaks into zombie apocalypse and are Canadians ready and, you know, zombies don't, you know, don't notice borders, right? Like, if it starts in the States, it will end up in Canada. And he's specifically addressing the uh, foreign affairs minister, John Baird, who's, like, across the room. And um, you can tell in the video, there is video of this, too, which is really cool because I don't think this would be, uh, I couldn't recommend this story to anybody if there wasn't sort of video because... The article really doesn't do it justice. Watching these, you know, serious $100,000 paid uh, politicians talking about the zombie apocalypse. And uh, they have fun with it, too, because the guy who re- who rebuttals goes on about how, uh, um, you know, it's talking about, oh, Canadians need to be prepared. They need gas, monster trucks. <laughs> this guy obviously <laughs> needs to listen to Zamp. Or we need to get a monster truck in yeah, this I show. Think, I think we need to get a on Zamp. <laughs> yeah. Um, it did two things, though. I mean, one, sure. uh, cool, I like the fact that it gets broken down. And I, I also like the fact that he says, I don't need to tell you, Mr. Speaker. They don't recognize borders. But two, this guy pretty much assumes it's going to start in the United States. I mean, come on. Do we really think it's going to start here in the U.S.? <laughs> yes. You guys are fiddling with what you shouldn't be fiddling with. And you're going to create some sort of virus. Or piss off some uh, voodoo priest. I don't know. Like, pick one. Either of those are going to happen. That sucks because I was just talking to a voodoo priest yesterday. I hope I didn't piss him off. Well, what would you say? Uh, No, I pissed him off. (laughs) No, but um, (laughs) but on a a serious note, though, like, the fact that zombies are reaching politics, I mean, even though it's only Canada. I mean, it's only (laughs) Canada. Right. It's still cool to to have it in there. I mean, remember when we talked about the CDC being all? I was just about to say that. Yeah, we we I was talked. Say, CDC. Yeah. Well, they are, they applaud they no apologize they applaud the CDC and also uh, I think the Quebec government or something had used you know zombie invasion as a as sort of a, a drill thing you know so they do mention that and and I don't know where this came from it's weird. The video sort of takes it out of context. It seems like he just all of a sudden starts talking about the zombie apocalypse. And I think question period is really weird. It's like sometimes they'll be like just telling the House of Commons about something random going on. You know, there was uh, one just the other week about where the politician from our riding was talking about some event, big event happening in the city. And I'm like... Well, I don't understand. Is he bragging? Like, why are you telling these people this? Like, with this, it's I, I just feel like, what is the end result of 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 this discussion? I, I don't know. I don't understand. 
they want people to pay attention. So if we throw zombies out there, they'll make national headlines and not just be, oh, yeah, politicians talk. Now, do you think, too, that, like, talking about zombies and all this other stuff that's going on, do you think that they're gaining, like, I mean, you guys vote there, right, in Canada? <laughs> like, that's how you elect people? Yes. Yeah. Do <laughs> um, you think that they're, like, <sighs> trying to gain some votes or anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I... I... I, I I don't know to be honest. Uh, it, it's interesting that they describe this sort of the odd exchange came Wednesday near the end of daily question period in the House of Commons. I have to believe that a lot of the politicians there were like, "Thank God, someone's asking something that I actually want to pay attention to." You know? Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I can never picture. I don't know if Lou, if you agree with me on this, the like the candidates that just ran for us, I can never picture them really talking about zombies and being serious about it. No, not at all. They, I, 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 I picture them griping about the CDC, talking about zombies. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we have as much fun here in the U.S. No, no. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that's Our your politicians problem. Politicians have sticks up their butts. So. Although, although some people do have fun here in the U.S. Um, we had a little bit of a zombie outbreak scare alert on on national TV. Ooh. Uh, Lou, do you want to take it over from here? I will take over. Uh, KRTV in Great Falls, Montana was doing one of those crappy reality TV show who's the baby daddy shows and all of a sudden there those was my favorite the, Lou. it was the emergency broadcast system that kicked in and advised areas to be weary the walking dead were among us and that they needed to be prepared and board up their houses and it was only it's only about a 30 second clip but the fact that someone probably hacked the television network and did this is amazing now i have i have a clip we're gonna try this live people i don't know if this is gonna work (laughs) this isn't on a soundboard this is coming to you live and i hope you can all hear it of um a little bit of that action that came on the tv show here we go civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. Oh, how awesome is that? Okay, that sounds like it was taken out of uh, that remake zombie movie, Dawn of the Dead. Dunham. Who cares? I don't care if it was straight ripped. It came. It, it was on TV. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It sounds real. It sounds real, but also it sounds like something that they would show... In a zombie movie, you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. It's yeah, cool. no, it's it sounds like a news report from a zombie movie. I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, but it's just so cool. Could you imagine just sitting there watching TV in, in little old Great Falls, Montana? I don't know if it's little or old, but we'll go with it. Probably. Um, old. It sounds like it would be. And you're just sitting there, and all of a sudden the the emergency broadcast system comes on. You're like, oh, really? Right now for the because it's usually what weather, right? You're like, oh, all right, here we go. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, the dead are rising. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'd I'd free. I, at first, I'd be like, "Ha ha, that's funny." Oh my god, what if it's real? Oh yeah, then you'd be looking out your window like, "Huh, wait, what? Hold on." <laughs> it it well, sounds the thing real. Too is it wasn't just an audio thing either. They put the blue bar at the top of the screen and everything, and it warned what counties were infe- affected and stuff. That this took some time. Oh, it was professional. It was definitely professional. It was awesome. It, it, I love watching the little video of it because, like, I could just picture people in Montana watching TV going. What is going on? I I wish there was a follow up actually to this story to because I don't I wonder if anyone took credit like was it a hack was it someone just having fun at the news station? 
I was trying to find out about that, and I haven't heard anything. It was uh, not not on this site. I was reading on a different site because uh, you can go to Geek Tyrant if you want to watch the video. Um, but I read on a different site that I got from Reddit that it was a hacker that did it. Um, I don't know if it's completely confirmed or not, but. Well, at least, you know, at least it's the zombie. He said zombie apocalypse, and he didn't say, like, North Korea has launched a nuclear weapon at Montana. First of all, why would North Korea launch it at Montana? But second of all, like, that's, that is, <laughs> that is, like, straight up, like, riot inducing shit. Zombies, yeah, most people are going to be like, oh, haha, <laughs> funny. You know what I mean? So we at least the hacker has a bit of sense of humor. Well, you know what the problem is now is now there's going to be a zombie outbreak, Ryan. <laughs> KRTV. To... No, really, guys. Really, this time it's real. Yeah, and people are going to be it's like, not a joke. <laughs> Whatever. Sure, it's not. <laughs> oh, KRTV in Great Falls, Montana. You kid us so. Oh, geez. oh God. Maybe. Um, yeah, but speaking of online. Uh, mark your calendars, everyone, for February 28th, I believe. Um, there's a new series coming out. It's an online series, I believe, correct? It's a live-action yes. web series. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's called Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Also known as better than any of the shit that the other, other Resident Evil movies, except for those CG ones. Those are pretty cool. The CG ones were really good. Yeah. Don't, I like those. And like, don't get me wrong. If you take the Resident Evil out of the Resident Evil movies, they're not bad. They're different. They're kind of weird. They're, they're not really not that great. Okay, yeah, they're not that great. Okay, <laughs> if you've only watched the first one and maybe the – no, there's that – yeah, that comedian in the second one totally ruins it. If you've only watched the first one, then yeah, you, you can make an argument that the Resident Evil movies are good. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen the other ones in a long time. Maybe I need to punish myself and watch Two is those. very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Three, is, is, three is okay. It, they follow the same rule that the Star Trek movies follow. Every other one is okay. When, so so what's the Wrath is, of Khan? The first, one, first one is good. <laughs> second one is bad. Third one's not too bad. Fourth one is awful. Fifth one is eh. So is Benedict Underbratch in one of these then? Does he show up? Uh, no. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not watching. <laughs> Why, you got a crush on him? But let's get back I to do. He's people. British. I have a crush on every British person. Yeah, who, actually, who doesn't really? Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if you guys are going to leave me hanging on that one. <laughs> Anyways, back to this, because it actually looks cool. Uh, except that Jill is blonde. I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong, blondes are good, but... She was blonde in the first game, though. No, she wasn't. She was like a dirty blonde. She yeah. was a brown hair... I, I don't know why we're... This is like we're fanboying you're, out. You're talking to me, Ryan. <laughs> What's that? Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should, I should not uh, question your authority. The, the old Wikipedia of Resident Evil... So, anyways, I don't know why we're getting hanged up on these details. Well, it's, it's cool though. It stars it stars Leon Kennedy, Chris Redfield, and Jill Valentine. So it centers uh, around like the like yeah the first. I would say game. the three most popular characters in all the games. Oh yeah, um, definitely. And it's it's going to do three separate stories too. So it's not like the three of them are just kind of you know running around together, you know, trying to save each other. It's going to show different stories. Uh, it starts February 28th. I am so excited about this because if you watch the trailer, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. It certainly looked better than what the movies have done. I'm, I'm, I'm a little weary about the acting. They didn't really show a lot of it, but what they did show was, was 
passable. Was good. It was. It wasn't bad, and it kind of reminds me. You guys ever watched that Mortal Kombat series online? Yes. Well, like, you the know first how, few episodes. You know how good that was. Mm-hmm. Like this. This could do that for Resident Evil too. You know. Yeah. Like just make it really awesome. But uh, I think the difference is is that the the producers of the actual Resident Evil movies are making money and continually making new movies. So I wonder how that would work. Like, could Capcom? Does Capcom still have like? rights to put out a web series of Resident Evil if the rights to make movies are with Sony and I don't know how how that shit all works but my understanding was that the actual you know Warner Brothers who own the the Mortal Kombat license for the game and the movie approached these guys to do the miniseries after they saw that trailer thing proof of concept really yeah so I, I'm curious I don't I don't really know how movie production works and rights and stuff because i would think personally that because capcom owns you know created resident evil they would be able to do whatever they want but they might have to get some sort of like okay well, if, it's, if it's already you know a giant facebook page you can go to their facebook page i think it's called resident evil welcome to raccoon city i, I think that's all you have to type into facebook you'll get there um i think if it's already out there then there's nothing they can really do maybe warner brothers signed off on it being okay I oh, what are you talking about? The really Evil depends on the contract that uh, Capcom and Warner Brothers signed. Because if it gives exclusivity to Warner Brothers, then nobody else can do anything. Not even Capcom. That's what I'm That's saying. It, like, and it's but if, they, if it if it just gives them the rights to do whatever they want with Resident Evil, but they can, but Capcom still has editorial rights. Capcom can do whatever they want. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I I really don't like it. All sort of promotes the Resident Evil brand, so they're not going to squash it. I, I mean, fan films usually companies are frowned upon when they squash things like this because really it's free advertising. So if anything, you want to pimp it. You know, well, you in wanna... this case, it could be different though too if you think about it, because you could be you know you could have such a good fan movie series that it could just crush the tv or the actual movie and people could want to see this instead of them you know what i mean yeah like, so it's weird so like if sony squashed it because you know oh you guys don't have a right to do this because we do the movies and again like i i don't think I, any of us are experts when it comes to like movie production and how all that like legalese works but i don't know i i, I it's gonna be better in my eyes than any of those Resident Evil movies because it you know what it, you know why because it actually has to do with Resident Evil. It looks like they're being very true to the series. Yeah. Um as opposed to the movies where it's like yeah, characters show up and umbrellas a thing, but yeah. And like this the plot is three stories, Chris, Jill and Leon, they go after the undead and they try to take down Umbrella, which is really what the games end up being, you know. Which makes me want to play a Resident Evil game, but I know. Oh, so bad. I, I, yeah. When was the last Even, one we played? I mean, sorry. Five. Five? <laughs> yeah, five. For yeah. Even if it's bad and really B-movie, it'll be worth watching just for the laughs. Yeah, absolutely. It's an online, it's free. It's an online web series. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. Anyway, you look at it, we win. We all win. Uh, speaking of zombies on TV, before we get wrapped up in too much Resident Evil because of me... Um, let's go into the Walking Dead spoiler reviews for the week. Where you going? Back where I belong. I can't go with you. I, I tried to kill that black bitch. Damn near killed a Chinese kid. He's Korean. Whatever. 
Doesn't matter, man. I just can't go with you. You know, I may be the one walking away. You're the one that's leaving. Again. Oh. Episode 10 of The Walking Dead. Thoughts and opinions? We'll start with you, Lou Page. Uh, well, before we do, we, we, took, we gave Walking Dead a lot of heat last week. Mm. Um, I don't think any of us really enjoyed the first episode back. No, uh, not really. Um, so, what do you think, Lou? Did they make strides in the right direction in this episode? Mm, they There were moments I liked. Like, I loved the stuff with Merle and Daryl. But everything else was kind of a letdown. Hmm. You think so? Uh, yeah, I, I'm sick of watch, look, watching Rick go crazy. I'm sick of it. Well, I think you won't have to watch Rick go crazy anymore, Lou. Yeah. I think I that's mean, the end of it. I, I think I think the... I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but something that happens near the end of the episode kind of snaps him out of it. It's like, oh, me being out in this field probably isn't good for the rest of the group, and which is illustrated by the fact that people die. So... I, yeah, well, yeah. let's let's break down the episode a little bit. So first, we get <clears throat> a little more of the same, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of worried me because we got we got um, Daryl and Merle uh, out on their own, kind of fighting their way through. Um, we got Rick, who's still out going crazy. Uh, he hasn't come back in. He's going cr- absolutely crazy. Glenn's trying to get his first taste of uh, leadership there and make the right decisions. And uh, the governor seems like he's still kind of. You can tell he's plotting something. You know, because he's back to his old governor tricks, which it kind of like it kind of leads to like what you think's going to happen, but it is still forty minutes of let's get this going. You know, let's let's not do this forever. Yeah, and I just want to say that um, I can't remember if it was anyone else besides me, but I did say I did predict that we this was going to be an episode where we had all three. We were going to get forty five percent of the governor, forty five percent of the prison, and ten percent of Merle and Daryl. Yeah. I was I was really glad to see that they had Merle and Daryl because I know last week I told you guys I didn't think they'd do it, but I will say I told you that there was going to be the governor was going to show up and shoot, and then Daryl was going to show up and save the day. You, you know what happened? It was funny <laughs> because exactly the way you called it, Lou. Like, yeah, like, I'm watching the episode on. Uh, I watched it Monday, the day after, and I'm like. Wow, Lou got it right, right on the nail. <laughs> like, I was just going to say, Lou, if you signed a contract with AMC, sort of like a non-disclosure agreement, you might want us to <laughs> keep those secrets to yourself. Because if you're yeah. now, I will say this: I was a little more of a fan of this episode. I don't know, you guys may not agree, but I kind of like the direction it went in. We were all worried last week about too many stories, and uh, we should probably mention Rick Piven isn't here. <laughs> um, he was one of the ones who was talking about it. Was he's too many stories? You know, can we follow them all? It's not going to be good. They cut that right out. They they said, you know what? Let's just do this for an episode, scare everyone, and then bring Daryl right back. Yeah. Which was good. I think it was a good way to see where Daryl, like, you see where his loyalty lies. You see where he realized he was wrong. You know, after, like, they, they found that, that family that was stuck on the bridge there, and Merle was ready to just get rid of him. And uh, Daryl was saving him, and they argued about that. And that's where Daryl was kind of like... I got to go back to the prison. That's where I'm me, you know? Yeah, well, I think the whole, I think that was the most interesting thing that was happening throughout the episode right up until the very end was the Daryl and Merle stuff where we saw it coming a mile away. We know, we knew Merle was going to be this 
idiot who had no respect for other people and Daryl had definitely changed. Uh, he no longer was relying on his brother uh, for everything. He was with a group who was actually sane. So when Merle like helps the people and then r- starts to rob their car, it's like, dude, really? Daryl's not going to stand for that shit. And then they, they're fighting in the forest and he tears his shirt off and I'm like, <laughs> me, the st- stupid guy, is like, Oh, does Merle not really like his tattoos? Did Daryl not want to show Merle his tattoos? I don't get it. I would think Merle, of all people, would respect some badass back tattoos. But I guess it was something to do with some sky. No, really, I'm serious. I didn't really. I was watching it in SD, so you can you can cut me some slack. (laughs) Sucky definition. Yeah, I I didn't see the scars, and I guess that had to do with their father. there's, There's three or four like foot or two foot long scars on his back from yeah. he's received some kind of beating oh, it yeah. looked pretty rough oh yeah yeah and uh he it was cool like you look kind of learned a little backstory you know merle left him a long time ago and you know and because of that daryl took over and got the beatings and stuff till he left you know what i mean and merle like, wasn't there to protect him back then and yeah it's like typical, not doing it now yeah typical like uh, you know, father abuses their kids, and the, the oldest kid turns eighteen and can legally leave the the house. And I mean, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a story trope, but I think it works for these two. And and um, I didn't really think that Merle would go back with Daryl. I mean, Merle Merle is not going to be the saint ever. It'll be interesting to see if he actually survives at the prison but how many more episodes do we have left with of this show before this season's over like two or three three i think three more episodes i believe until the next season yeah because this is 10 yeah should be three or four more i think i want to talk about the story moment i loved in this episode though go for it yeah so we got i can't remember his name the prison guy the the last of the prisoners that's still is that his name, Axel? I'm yeah. trying yeah. to remember. So we've got Axel flirting with uh, Daryl's girl. Carol. Carol. Thank I'm getting you. better with the names. Lou, Lou you're good with names, huh? <laughs> I, usually I am. I'm stumping tonight. But So oh. we've got them kind of flirting. And I went, oh, come on. You know Daryl's going to come back, and then there's going to be a love triangle. Uh. Oh, this is dumb. <laughs> Please don't do this. Please don't do this. And then, bang, he's dead. Ugh. I was so pissed when that happened. I was like, I'm, I'm kind of liking this guy. You know, the show's giving him some character, some story. Oh, they're telling his backstory. I think Axel's going to be around for a long time. Boom. Assholes. And uh, just to quickly interject, there are six more episodes. So they're going to do 16. Of, okay, yeah, which is a weird number for Cable. That's cool, though. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. Know? Oh, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, well, the, the thing, no, actually, that would make sense. Eight and eight. Yeah. Okay. No, we're all stupid right now. Yep. Oh, uh, duh. <laughs> well, no, the, the funny thing, I as I, I could see it coming because he's getting into his backstory, and I myself went, "Oh, they're gonna kill him!" Once <laughs> like, started talking, like, "Oh, he's why gonna, would dude. they do that?" Just like just like with T Dog, like T Dog starts talking, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this. I'm going to the coast and all this other stuff." And well, T Dog was more atrocious because he was around since season one, and they just started to give him attention in season three. It's like this is weird. Yeah, why are they focusing going. on T Dog? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's like that last minute bit of, yeah, like uh, care about this guy, you know. And as I really reading, did. If care. you're an actor, if you're an actor, and as you're reading a script, you're like, wow, I get a lot of lines this episode. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no! I'm also a meat shield for five pages. Great. 
<laughs> yes, I have to say that was also pretty awesome too. Yeah, I yeah, and and the governor, like the whole episode, he's playing emo governor governor again, and really, it seems like the only reason he was doing that was so he wouldn't show his cards to Andrea. But and again, Andrea being real stupid because you'd have to be an idiot to think that. A one-eyed crazy man that had zombie heads in, in aquariums isn't going to go for revenge when he's got the manpower, the guns, the vehicles. Like you'd be stupid to think. Oh, and then they trust that that geek guy. What's his name? I can't think of his name, but he's the doctor to keep a secret. And then Andrew's like, "Oh, where's the governor?" It's like, uh, "I don't uh, out for a run." Okay, yeah, he's, he's out for a, he's out for a run. Supplies. Yeah, right. He's out shooting people. And if Andrea doesn't believe that, like, again, I still think she is crazy for being there. If she thinks she's doing good staying at the uh, at the governor's place I, I, or Woodbury or whatever, I think she's, oh, man, still. Now you see, when you see, now, like, now when they did this, and, like, I could kind of tell the governor was planning something. I think we all kind of saw it coming. Like, he's acting all oh, crazy, yeah. but he's he's up to something. I will say this, like, Melina was watching the episode, and I saw her jump when Axel got shot, because it came out of nowhere. Like, Maybe he jumped, too. I didn't think he was going to attack that episode. I, I literally thought he... I mean, I knew, like, the show isn't going to... All of a sudden, the governor's a good guy. You know, I knew that wasn't going to be the case, because, again, like, well, in the comics, he's a crazy asshole. You know, I, they're not <laughs> yeah. going to change it that much, but I really was expecting this to be a quiet episode. Yeah, <laughs> but it yeah. wasn't. It's funny because I mean this happens, right? And I kind of was under the impression that like when the what pretty much what the governor does is he sneaks up, Rick's out off behind the fence somewhere talking to his dead wife. Herschel's down there hobbling around saying, "Yeah, no, she's not here." Um, and all of a sudden, boom, gunshot. And then they bring in this giant truck, this van, and they unleash it with zombies, which is awesome. Like that was pretty cool. Like if I. I didn't think I kind of thought that was coming when I saw the van. Yeah. At first, I was like, "It's going to be unloaded full of like people with guns and stuff." And then they brought the walkers out, and I was like, "This is cool." Well, it makes um, perfect sense because not only are you using them as a weapon, but you're also breaching the perimeter, right? So yeah, now exactly. that whole outer ring is infected again. Exactly, and they can't really do much about it right now. And um, <clears throat> it, there was a woman in there, and she had blonde hair. She was one of the people working with the governor. She came out of that van. And you couldn't really see her. She was wearing a whole mask and everything. I thought they were leading that on to be Andrea. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Um, no, I, well, you, I, you were I, watching I it in SD. Yeah. But. It's like everybody had blurry I hair. See, I don't know what you're I talking about. I didn't see blonde hair. I thought it was brown. Maybe maybe it's my <laughs> We're having that line. conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> so Jill Valentine comes out of the van. And, uh, no, um, no, it's Claire. Come on. <laughs> I really thought we were going to see Andrea come out of that van. And I was like, oh, can you imagine that if she started shooting at them? If, oh. No, I, I, you know, I, I may think she's an idiot and she needs to die, but I know for a fact that if you put a gun in her hand and asked to shoot at them, she wouldn't. I mean, she, it's weird. I, like again, like I think I legitimately think that she thinks her character thinks that she's doing good by staying with the governor. She thinks she is keeping him under control. But well, she uh, still has no idea that Glenn was locked up and beaten, and his girlfriend almost. We don't even want to talk about it. You know, like, they, she doesn't have any idea of that. All she knows is they tried to break in. Yeah, like, she uh, she thinks they're the... Well, the governor has... Probably has her convinced that they're the bad guys. 
Yeah, as far as I'm aware, anyway. I don't remember her finding out Glenn was... I, I think she found out that he was being held, but I don't think she knew that he got beaten so bad by the governor. Yeah, well, not just know. that. They weren't taking... They weren't... Glenn and Maggie were not taken for invading their camp. They were taken because Merle's an idiot. Yes. And I think the governor you know? agrees with you, Lou. Like, the governor is like, Merle is... Like, Merle... Well, during that episode, when he found out that he brought the two there, he was like, you're an idiot. Why would you kidnap these guys? <laughs> you right. Know? But the, the thing is, is now she's starting to question the governor. And I... Th- I understood the clips we saw for next week's episode. It sounds like she's going to want to go talk to them, and the governor's going to say, "You go, you really? Done. Yeah, you, you leave. You can't come back." <clears throat> now, Which, the more yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Now, the more interesting thing is what happens. So we'll just lay it out at the end of the episode. Rick's getting overrun by zombies. He's kind of up against the fence, and all of a sudden, an arrow comes through. Daryl saves the day with Merle. Um, herbal, herbal. <laughs> <laughs> Herschel. He does herbal a lot. (laughs) Herschel Herschel hobbles. (laughs) What is it, Harry Potter now? Herschel hobbles, heeble bobbles. Show title. I I need an achievement for that. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You know what, though? He kind of gets away with Glenn, and Glenn probably realizes he shouldn't have left. You know, Uh, that's going to happen next week. He's going to say, crap, I'm a terrible leader, (laughs) you know? Well, Um, what's with people having realizations, like, that they shouldn't have left. Like Rick was outside the perimeter and Glenn. So they both learned a valuable lesson. Rick's not going to go crazy anymore and wander around. And Glenn isn't just going to drive away to the, wherever he was like, and also waste of gas. You got to blow off steam by taking a truck. A waste of gas. It's a waste of gas. Well, you know, it's funny too. So we'll play it off the end of the episode. You see Merle standing right next to Rick, kind of laughing. Daryl's there. Um, you know, Glenn drives Herschel back into the safety of the inner perimeter, and it ends. The episode ends on Rick's <laughs> focused, intense glare, and you're like, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, he's snapped out of crazy. He is now Rick. I'm going to cause a giant storm. Grimes. <laughs> well, do you do you think he's going to come back at the prison? Absolutely, or, or at the governor? Did you see his face? <laughs> no, you didn't. It was standard definition. I apologize. Um, <laughs> it looked like he was like, you're done. Like, this is going to be an all-out war. I don't think he's going to sit there and take it. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Well, he probably realizes that, yeah, like, we shouldn't have sat there and waited. Or, well, yeah. And and I think um, I think he's going to reach out to Tyrese and their group if they're still around. Like, because oh, we didn't see them yeah. at all in this episode or get a hint whatsoever that they were around in the episode or in the previews for the next episode. Well, they're going to be around, I think, next episode because you're going to get a big story episode again. This is my prediction. We'll get into our predictions so Luke can be like, oh, yeah, we're on the next episode. Um, you can read the. <laughs> I got this forward here. Well, Rick goes into a coma and starts dreaming yeah. about. Uh, I think you're going to get a story driven episode and Rick's going to start plotting. And things are going to get a little crazy again. And I think it's just going to be an episode of, does Merle stay? He saved my life. Can we trust him? You know, what do we do? Let's bring Tyrese in here. That whole thing. They're going to get a group together. Plans are going to formulate. And I think that's what we're going to see next week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think next week's episode is going to be Andrea wanting to leave and the group fighting over whether or not Merle stays. And the episode ends with Andrea leaving and getting to the prison. And that's where it's going to end. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Andrea is not going to leave. I think she's going to get convinced not to leave. I really do. I think she's going to end up staying. I think she fears for, she, I, I think, um, you guys are right on the money when it comes to the prison stuff. It'll be 70% prison and the 30% governor stuff will be Andrea trying to leave. And then I, I'm going to cut Andrea a little bit of slack here and say, maybe she realized she's not going to go to the prison, but she's going to realize that, wait, if I push this and try to actually leave, he's just going to kill me. I, I think she's going to make, this might be the episode where she realizes that he's crazy. It could be, yeah. It has to happen in the next four episodes or, you know, it just has to, because she's not going to switch. She's not switching teams. I, I have a feeling that by the end of the season, she is back with, with Rick's group, no matter how this ends. It's good. She, she will be. She's going to realize she made a mistake and she wants to come back. But I, I think she'll she'll realize the mistake in the next couple episodes, uh, but realize it's way too late to fix that mistake, and she has to stay where she is for can, her own life. Can we make a fun little game right now? We'll say it right here on the show. Okay. Who kills the governor this season? We're, he's going to die. I, I don't think he's going to live. Who kills him? Ooh, that's a cool, that's a cool question. Because, I mean, it's Maggie. not spoilers. Maggie? Ooh. That's interesting. Uh, Here's the problem. So many people want to kill him. Maggie, Glenn, Michonne, Andrea's going to want to kill him. Rick obviously wants to kill him. Uh, Merle's going to want to kill him. (laughs) Michonne already stabbed him in the eye. I don't think they're going to let her kill him. Yeah, Michonne had her shot, all right? Uh, That's a great question. So Maggie, um... Hmm... I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of left field, and I I I think it's gonna be by zombie. He's oh, gonna really? go out. He's gonna go out pretty bad. See, here's kind of what I was thinking. They're gonna get to the very end. <clears throat> Rick's gonna be holding his giant gun up to his face. <laughs> governor's gonna be on his knees, kind of crying because he's a little baby. And the governor's gonna say, "Overcompensating for something." What? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, he's gonna go. He's gonna look at him, and then he's gonna kind of, you know, push his gun slightly back to his head and kind of undraw it on him. All of a sudden, you're going to hear, bang! And then it's going to kind of, Rick's going to look to his left, maybe to his right, I'm not sure yet. I could be visualizing this in a mirror. He's going to look to his left, and there's going to be Glenn holding a gun. And then we're going to see Glenn get all corrupted. Hmm. Right, sorry, guys, I spoiled it for you all. But, uh, no, I, I'm actually going to change mine. Oh, I, can't, it's Lou, not going to be can't Maggie. take it back. I know mine I, was pretty good, Lou, but uh, if you want to agree no, with me, no, that's okay. No, no, it's not going to be Maggie. <laughs> it's going to be Andrea. You think oh. so? She's going to figure it out and say, just stupid me. Yeah. yeah so, I, <laughs> I think she's going to end up back behind the governor's side, and he's going to think he's got her under her, his thumb, and then bang, he's dead. Yeah, because that's a good prediction. And I mean, that would be pretty safe writing-wise because that would redeem the character in a lot of fans' eyes. And I, for me, I think as long as she sort of like comes to the realization and says, oh my God, I've made a huge mistake and then shoots him, I think I'm okay with that that turn of events. Um, But if she just like on a dime switches teams and, and... Decides to kill the governor for Rick. I, I think that would. I, I don't think I could trust her anymore. Our predictions I, are going to change they, every week. I, no, no. Well, I of was course they are. Because I, I was going to say Maggie because I thought they would want to redeem her basic molestation by the governor. Well, I think but she's I don't pretty. Think that they're gonna, I don't think that they're going to do that. I think they're. I think 
what they're going to want to do is Andrea's character is going to be around a while, at least another season. And I think what they're going to want to do is make people like her again. And the only way they can do that is if they kill the governor and she does it. I think I'm going to put a poll up on our website at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Put a few character names up there, even zombies, and see if anyone else wants to play. We can do that? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Who who kills the governor? We'll play that game. As long as you play the the game show uh, music, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'll try it. You know what? We're going to try, actually, before we get into the wrap-up, everyone. Oh, what's uh, up? Uh, get a little groove going on here. Um, I know we've been talking about it for a little while. I had a, uh, a tweet for a, zo- for a zombie joke. Better be good. I hope so. Uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what time we'll see what time. Uh, we'll They're see. Always uh, good. They are. Um, this one comes from Sam Kevill, a uh, got it from Twitter. He is actually a, a Fanboys XL listener, has been for like since the very beginning, I believe. And um, I think he's here's his attempt. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Sounds I, promising. I closed the window, so you guys didn't know this, but I'm opening it back up <laughs> and I'm getting into Twitter. <clears throat> Stall them. Quick. No, I got it up. All right, here we go. <laughs> Why did the zombie take a nap? Uh, he's tired. <laughs> That's not funny. He was dead tired. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have a drum roll? Or not drum roll, uh, what is it called? I can, I can give him, uh, I can give him one of these. Well played. Yes. Well played. Thank you, Sam Kevill. Um, nice. I would like to mention that um, if you guys also have any bad zombie jokes that you would like to tweet to me, it's at Bobbert F. Um, Bob is so lazy as a team of writers. <laughs> I can't do it on my own. Um, but no, seriously, thank you, Sam Kevill, for the uh, the tweet. Thanks for listening. And um, hopefully we'll get some more zombie jokes next week so I don't have to come up with my own. Yeah, because yours are terrible. Yeah, I get it, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Speaking of which. Uh, why don't we go ahead and get into the wrap-up of the show. Ryan Murphy, where can people find us when we're not hosting a Zombie Ate My Podcast podcast? Well, uh, you can find all of us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at rmurphy. Uh, Lou is at busyzombielord. Rick is at Rick Piven, And Bob, of course, is at Bobbert F. We have a website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. We post all our shows there with show notes, video clips, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, if you have an email... For us to read, send it to info at zombiesatemypodcast.com or like, uh, what's his face? <laughs> send a tweet in. You can send a tweet to at zombies podcast or leave us a Facebook message at facebook.com slash zombies ate my podcast. And one final quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can find his stuff at starcrossedonline.com. One one final one. We're not doing it anymore. One. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant one final. We have such a long where you can find us that that's what I meant. Sorry, Joel. We will mention you uh, next week, but uh, we'll put a poll up. You might be on the chopping block. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if he kills the governor. <laughs> Joel kills the governor. Joel does it. All right, Lou. Do you have anything you want to say to people before we get out of here? I will still want to know if zombies frozen in a block of ice will move later. We'll have to That's go poll what I want to <laughs> How many gonna, polls are we doing? We're going to go poll crazy. Can I make that, a poll? That sounded weird. Don't. Ew. 
Uh, well, for myself, <laughs> for Mr. Ryan Murphy, for Lou Page, and for Eat Broccoli, the ever absent Rick Piven, this <laughs> has been Zombies A My Podcast. Thanks for listening. You know, I've gone without me. Broccoli, man. Eat broccoli! It's too bad Macho Man is gone. I'd love to see him in a zombie movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Then he could just say, snap into Jim! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I made a good zombie joke. (laughs) I don't get it. It uh, (laughs) 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 I can't do the show anymore. Uh, I'm done. done. Mike's going down.